0: Kerman in Japan. It's Evan. It's Ian. And we're uh, continuing listening to a great, a great, great, one of the best. Maybe would you
1: say that? Um, you know, I mean, there's a lot, uh, but this is def- this is this is great stuff. It's this is good three- music. This- listen, folks. this is three. This is a three star set. No question about it's
0: that. It's a three star set. It's it's Bob Dylan in sent. Uh, uh, In Sendai. Sendai, Japan, ninety four February five
1: days of 94 as you found on that bootleg cover there
0: was a bootleg it wasn't this show but it said days Days of 94 94. of course beautiful uh, just fantastic just uh just a masterful play on days of 49 (laughs) one of the best Dylan songs if they don't play days of 94 days of 49 on that show of that bootleg like then i i might have to dock a point but uh you know either way actually it's it's Great stuff, and we might even just steal that to use. Sorry,
1: I regret. I Post regret to inform you that this. Days of '49 was not played in all of the year of 1994.
0: That's a shame. But
1: you know what? They get it. That is that is absolutely fair play. You know, positively West 52nd Street. You better. I better. I better fucking hear positively Fourth Street in that set. But Days of '94. I'm gonna let it slide. Well, if Days of '49, you don't have to hear positively
0: there. West. <laughs> You don't have to hear positively Fourth <laughs> Street and positively fifty 52nd West Fifty Second Street because it's it's in New York, so it it already mm. it's fine. It's fine. I, okay. All right. I had a classic New York day today. By the way,
1: mm-hmm, yeah, went to the museum and uh, no, made I didn't. Some I didn't soup, it. looked like
0: museum. Oh no! I well, I went to the the American oh, you Folk did go Art to a museum. museum. It's small. Yeah, so <laughs> you
1: went to a museum.
0: <laughs> it's a museum, but it's not like a big museum. So, mm. but it's great.
1: But it's called a museum.
0: Yes, yeah. <laughs> it's It's a museum. It's by Lincoln Center. Uh, I w- M- Michael and I, Michael Diodario, the Lemon Twigs, we hit Barney Greengrass, and then we mm-hmm. hit the museum, and then we hit, uh, 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 what was the, the third thing we did?
1: Didn't you go eat oysters somewhere, it like? Yeah, we went
0: to the Grand Central Oyster Bar.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Thanks for How reminding me about what I did today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, they're good. That place is great. It's a New York classic. Never been really
1: not a big oysters guy.
0: You can get chowder, yeah. Is it good or chowder? Yeah, you can get Manhattan or you can get New England. You can New get England? uh, you, you prefer get, New England or Manhattan. I like Manhattan, but I love you know, do I like New England or do I like Man- this? Is like asking I, I, me, for example, go. I like both. Do I like Bob Dylan's <laughs> lyrics or do I like his music? I gotta say, I like both, but I, I wouldn't combine the two. <laughs> That's, yeah, you get a half and half.
1: You get a, You get a you get a bowl of you get a half a bowl of red, half a bowl of white. They call that the Connecticut uh, Connecticut style. So it's right there in between Manhattan and New England. Well, I guess Connecticut is still part of New
0: England. Anyway, you want to know something crazy? When you go to Barney Greengrass and you order borscht, you get a glass of borscht. You like, get a, like a drinking a, glass, like I a cup. Sw- It is a cup of completely smooth, clear, uh, completely smooth, opaque pink liquid. It's it's like borscht with with cream I guess in it or milk. So it's a,
1: it's a re, it's a red borscht, it's, it's not a white borscht.
0: And it's a drink. Wow. Anyway, it's, good. it's, it's really good. But well, we should get back to uh, talking about this cuz we're talking about New York City, the big apple and we should be talking about Japan, the land of um, the rising sun. What else well, could yeah,
1: they we say? Yeah, we said that land of uh, cherry blossoms. Yeah. Um, sushi.
0: The land of sushi, Japan. Yeah,
1: uh, po- uh, Pokemon. Um,
0: There's no way to do this without sounding like we're belittling what is a, a, an incredibly uh, rich and uh, beautiful country, mm-hmm. nation.
1: Na- sure, absolutely. Uh, it's of um, divine, the land of the divine wind. I think that's uh, that's something. The land, Shin- of, Shinto, the land of Shinto. And,
0: and the land of Bob Dylan playing good shows and good yes. music, because he always brings his uh, A-game. He always, his A-game. He always does a good job in Japan, uh, and we're, we're so happy that he does, and uh, this show is no exception. We it's find ourselves not. right on hot on the heels of a, a rousing rendition Of Tangled Up in Blue.
1: Tangled Up in Blue. Which number of the track is is
0: this?
1: That was number five. We're going into number six here. We were Tangled Up in Blue. We're sticking with the colors. We're under the red sky.
0: Okay, and this is where the... I I mean, obviously... This is where... The the set list is starting to take a... It's taking a pivot. It's making a pivot. This is
1: this is the beginning of the Jokerman's delight section. It's, it's a hinge point.
0: We are at. We're now talking about Jokerman's delight. It's true. <laughs> you could call this show Jokerman's delight. And you wouldn't be off days.
1: <laughs> you would not be wrong.
0: You could call the bootleg of this show Jokerman's delight <laughs> in Japan.
1: <laughs> well, the the bootleg of this actual show is called Jokerman. I think it's Jokerman and the Queen Mary. Um, this, why Joker is it Man called uh Joker Man and Queen Mary. Queen uh, Mary, Queen
0: Because one of these uh,
1: Queen Mary uh, is a what's the um, song? What song is that? Yeah, we, we're going to look like idiots because we know this right off the top of our head. Um, do, do, just like a woman, of course. Queen Mary, she is my friend. Right. Joker of Man
0: course. and Queen Mary. Joker Man, the Joker Man and Queen Mary. <laughs> Let's let's call let's rename this as Jokerman Jokerman's Delight in Japan.
1: In Japan. Fantastic. Uh, and and the Jokerman's Delight section begins with Under the Red Sky, one Title of the best songs track. from a pretty Under good album, Under the Red Sky. Uh, uh I'm gonna I hit like this play song.
0: here so I can listen <laughs> along.
1: It's uh it, this as far as the you know kind of jam uh, you know kind of extended uh, reworked versions go, this is pretty this is pretty light on that mode. This is only a six minute version of under the red Sky, which is still like you know judging by I think the originals like maybe three, three and a half like this is pretty stretched out there. Uh, but it's it's also relatively close to uh, to the original version. It's just got a beautiful kind of slide country vibe to it here. again, Winston Watson on the drums. Killing it. Like, There's a very drum heavy kind of sound in this song. I, I love this song. This song's so good. I remember when we did the episode with Sam on Under the Red Sky, and he was like, Yeah, just, uh, I just started listening to this record like a week or two ago. But Under the Red Sky, this, song, like, this is one of my favorite songs of all time. Not even Bob Dylan. Just all time favorite songs. I don't know if he still feels that way necessarily, but honestly, I think he's not at all. It's a great song. It is a great song. Was a little boy, was a little girl. Was a little boy.
0: I don't want to. I don't need to say much more about it other than you listen to this. You know, it's a good song, good music. It's good,
1: good song, good version, good music. You um, love it.
0: But I think hearing it in this context, in this show, does just feel. It feels so natural. It feels so uh, completely easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, obvious. It's like, of course, this song fits right in there. After this uh, goes right after, after tangled, after tangled, tangled up, in blue. up in blue. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's some kind of alchemy, some kind of magic happening there. What other there. choice
1: would he would he make? It should also be noted, because this is a good example here. Beautiful the, the, slide uh,
0: solo. Yeah, the slide's like, incredible. The
1: harp also. He gets it, the harp solo here. He starts about three, three and a half in. Uh, he's on fire on the harmonica all throughout this entire set.
0: How are you going to feel bad incredible when you're listening to this?
1: The, yeah i mean the last like half of this entire song is devoted to a series of solos from the harp to uh, there th- there's a little bit of pedal steel first then there's the harp then there's the electric guitar then the the pedal steel comes back towards it. The- it's just like oh man everyone you could just tell you, you know there's no there's no video footage of this uh show at least as far as i've seen but you could just tell everyone up there they're having a great time they're together they're all locked in they are they are down in the groove
0: they are down in the groove, yeah, <laughs> for sure. Uh, As am I. Uh, just listening to this, I mean, it's uh, this kind of music. You just—it's so on. easy to take for granted, it, uh, and but if you're actually listening to it, if you're just enjoying it, like there's, I don't know, it's it's this is real. This is the kind of music that, by default, in a just world, like this would be the regular music people hear, right. This would be, like, the most common type of music. It's just, like, a song like this.
1: Six-minute version of Under the Red Sky. And it really does, like, I think speak to the quality of a song like Under the Red Sky, which, slot like, think about the songs we just heard. All Along the Watchtower, Just Like a Woman, Tangled Up in Blue. Three of maybe, like, his most famous songs, most well-known, most brilliant tracks right into Under the Red Sky, and it doesn't skip a beat. Like, it fits in there just like a fucking puzzle piece.
0: Getting some uh, actual emotion out of this, too. Of course. If you feel loose, if you feel relaxed, I think you might be able to sit and listen to this and actually kind of get... Get into it. (laughs)
1: Baked into a pie, man. Bringing a tear to my eye. Uh, You want to talk about emotion. You want to talk about investment. You want to talk about bringing a tear to your eye. Let's talk about the next song...
0: God, that was so good. I'm just that was such a good song. It's good, good Tom, version.
1: Tomorrow night, talk about a good song.
0: This is where Joe begins to like sky into the stratosphere <laughs> because I am. I'm sitting here. I'm. I, I'm just still reeling with joy from hearing such a great version of "Under the Red Sky." And what am I greeted with? But. Tomorrow Night. Tomorrow Night. One of the standouts from Good As I've Been to You, which is a record that's only risen and risen in my estimation lately.
1: Absolutely. The skeleton, the skeleton key to his entire career, the Rosetta Stone that explains everything that came before and everything that would come after.
0: Kind of, yeah. Good As I've Been to You and Tomorrow Night. I mean, what, what can we say to go back to that old Jokerman uh, expression? What can, what more can you say about this? It's such a sweet and um, your soul w- would have to be damaged, broken to not to not like this. It's a
1: perfect song. Tomorrow night, will all the thrill be gone? Tomorrow night, will it be just another memory or just another song that's in my heart to linger on? This is perfect music, folks.
0: Capital P, perfect. One,
1: two, three stars. And also the the closing track to um, what is it? Eggplant, um, squirt, peach uh, emoji. (laughs) The latest, (laughs) the latest instance of jokerman yeah. theme type uh,
0: radio. I did try to put some things on. I, I tried to close out our, our sex-themed you know, <laughs> playlist for Valentine's Day with, with something genuinely uh, sweet.
1: <laughs> well, I guess th- this episode's coming out after Valentine's Day, but the previous one came out on Valentine's Day, the first uh, side of this. So, you know, I hope... I hope that you and your sweetie baby, whether that's a, you know, a sweetie baby, gender neutral term, sweetie baby. I hope you, you enjoyed cuddling together, you know, after all of the excitement and the thrill that God, was going stop. on earlier in that playlist Shut up. <laughs> to, tomorrow night. <laughs>
0: Ugh, I didn't even. OK, that's, anyway, that's this what is, that's that's th- what it was. Th- this is great stuff. Um
1: Credit to Matt Farley also for calling it early, good as I've been to you, superior. Not that we need to say, you know, the Bob than, record is
0: yes, to, better Yes. better world than gone wrong. World Gone Wrong. Yeah, it is. I'm sorry. I got I think I was guilty of saying the opposite. I was too. It's not true. Actually, not true. good as I've been to you is better.
1: Yes. Once again, the, the wisdom. Not, the, the not they're both great, but, you know, good as I've been to you, boy. Hard Times, Froggy. Not to oh, man.
0: show my hand too much, but I even like the cover mm. of Because I've Been to You quite a bit.
1: Interesting, interesting statement. Stay stay tuned for more on that, folks. Uh, Motor Mindset, Vindicated once again, Matt Farley, never wrong. Um, boy.
0: You hear the band, pl- I mean, what, what more can I say? This just... This is exactly what I'm currently into right now when I wanna hear Bob. Like when yes. I'm when I'm on my own, you know, just at home, I want to put on some some music and listen to something that will be enriching and make me feel better. I want to hear uh, this kind of thing. Absolutely. And you like, know it would be great. I'm not running to the albums right now, I I'm running to shows where Dylan is playing stuff like this.
1: You know what would be great after listening to Under the Red Sky and Tomorrow Night is if we could hear an eight minute long acoustic version of maybe like the greatest song he's ever written.
0: Uh, Oh, that's exactly what is about to happen. Oh, okay. So after Tomorrow Night. What do we get?
1: It's all over now. Baby Blue.
0: Come on. Come on. I mean, that trajectory is just incredible. You go out of Tangled into (laughs) Under the Red Sky, then you get Tomorrow Night, and you come back up with It's All Over Now, Baby Blue.
1: The, perhaps the single song in the entire discography that is going to please the heads and the non-heads in equal measures. Like you know, uh, Watchtower, Thin Man. You know, leave them. I've heard them. Baby Blue. I will. I will take this anytime he wants to give it. I've heard it one trillion times. I never get tired of it.
0: Me Perfect
1: song. It just like, oh man. It's the and first, it's, this it's beautiful. The best song. It's this it, it's this beautiful, just like quiet, kind of acoustic break here in the middle of the set. You know, this has been a very heavy, yeah, so loud, energetic set. Guitar so far. with
0: guitar and bass, but that's it.
1: Yeah, the the drums have dropped out completely. This is this is spotlight on Bob. You assume that he's up there, you know, with the acoustic guitar himself, kind of leading things here, and and he's just he's feeling.
0: like he can. That's that's for sure. Absolutely. Nobody does it just like he does. Not even me. <laughs> no, not even you. The that the harmonica is something where when Dylan plays it it uh it's not like I can always pick out like exactly, oh that's a Dylan move. Like I don't know that, but it's always unique. It's always unique to him. It's always right. choices that kind of become clear that there there's such you I don't know that's a really not to like wax poetic on the harmonica too long but just the the, the harmonica is a kind of a, a wonderful instrument for that that these choices are so clear every second to second like what what he's deciding to do right um, cuz you go left or right you know that's sure. the, the harmonica that's all you got <laughs> and it's just a
1: yeah, I mean he's not like a technically, you know, virtuosic uh performer on the harmonica, no, but, but it, who gives it a adds shit about this that. exactly. Yeah, it adds this uh just this whole other dimension to the experience, to the to like what he's putting across. Yeah, the
0: harmonica is like if singing is, you know, y- you you're talking and then you you your emotion is so great that you break into song. Then as a singer, the harmonica is like where do I go from here? But right. well, I go to eleven. I turn it up. Bring it the It's almost like
1: it's it's an it's like an extension of his voice. Really, like it's it's a way for him to express things, thoughts, feelings, emotions that like you can't you can't put a word to. Yeah, it's it, the original only... auto
0: tune. It it's like I can't I can't do this really. So I gotta I gotta use technology.
1: There isn't a word for what he's expressing with the with the harp. And so the only way to do it is to blow in the... and it's just oh, I love Bob Dylan.
0: And then what do you get after that? You just go straight into straight into the music. You get uh we're back m- in the tambourine hits folks. man.
1: Mr. Tambourine Man on on his magic swirling ship.
0: At this point he's got the audience in his pocket, deep into that pocket mm-hmm. with a guitar pick and a Lozenge and a I don't know what kind of
1: coins do they have in Japan? Yen are there are there coin are are there yen coins are there yen coins? Well, because yen you know like thirty dollars is like three thousand yen or something. So I don't know that like the the kind of exchange rate even makes sense for them to have. I'm sure they have coins. I don't know. I'm sorry. I you know we apologize to any Japanese listeners. Anyway,
0: the audience is in his pocket.
1: And he's playing Mr. Tambourine Man,
0: and it's still in that acoustic uh, section. So it's, I, don't know, it's, it, I feel dumb to try and talk about this. It's it's so good.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I, this one, I think of all the songs in this entire set, like you know, we've talked about, he's 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 jamming a lot of these songs. He's got a new kind of energy and investment in them. Like this is kind of the most straightforward and sort of like predictable, so to speak, kind of a, a, a rendition that you're going to get in this set. It's about to go, it's about to lift right back off after this. So, you know, don't uh, don't lose interest anytime soon. But this one is like, this. if anything in this set, I think it's like a sop to the audience, just something to fill a little bit of time and like, you know, kind of give, give, give the folks what they came there to see. Like this, this seems like it to me. Tambourine yeah. Man, great song. Love it, can't beat it. You know, but there's you know it's it's tambourine man it's, it's Bob up there you know strumming the guitar, you know saying uh, you know, hey Mr. Tambourine Man, play a song for me.
0: What's next? Eight minutes
1: worth of don't think twice. It's all right. This one incredible. Bob's singing on this one incredible. There's this moment two three minutes in. When he just like kind of like gets rolling yeah. lyrically and just like spits like half a verse or a whole verse in like one single line, basically. Yeah, that,
0: that like Bob Dylan finishing move. I'm thinking in
2: a I want another
1: Like goes by so fast, but he's like, he's, you know, uh, thinking and wondering and a walking in a way back home. It, it's it, it that is such like a fantastic kind of embellishment on this song. It's so much fun. Like this is inc- this is incredible, incredible stuff.
0: I'm traveling on, don't think twice It's all right. It's so good, man. <laughs>
1: crowd is so into this mean, he's
0: like just as into it as you are uh, about this song that's that's how it feels it's like he's excited to sing this song i guess that's what happened when you're like when you're a young man you write like a hundred amazing songs then you're an older man you part of you probably does get to look back and i know, just enjoy these songs for what they are without even caring that you wrote them. Of course. It's just like wow, I get to sing this. Not only do I get to but apparently I'm the one who
2: <laughs> it's my own is, song. It's
0: my own song. And I mean I have to guess that that's sort of how he feels sometimes. It's like Of course. Just like wow, I this is just like part of me this music that I I ought to be able to use it's the opposite of that that devastating moment in chronicles when he's talking about oh, oh i can't connect to the music right y- he you don't get the sense that that you get the sense here that that is long gone he's yeah he you, this is this is proof positive right here
1: it, it, this, he's that that that's that true
0: that about it, him being able to find it again Absolutely, really and he's true.
1: moved past that. Like, you know, the twos and threes thing, we joke about it. You know, who fucking knows what he's talking about there. But something happened here between where he was in 1986, 87, 88, and where he is here in 1994, yeah. and obviously where he's going to continue to be for the next 30 years at this point. Like, he is he is back.
0: He's you know, back like, with is, it, yeah. And, and that's ugh. something that I... I really feel like I, I'm glad that when I, I shared this just on my like personal Twitter, just like this is one of the best Dylan shows I've ever heard. Just because I wanted to like share that with what limited audience I have. And I got like, you know, like some people were like retweeting and just like, I guess it caught on a little bit with our well, regular... You got engagement on your I got someone, yeah, account. which is <laughs> like, you know, a small following account. But like, it's it's not like I got thousands, but I just want people to... Or hundreds. (laughs) But, uh, (laughs) you know, I'm glad that even anybody heard this because like this is the type of show that I would want people to know about because there are, I don't know, not enough examples. Even the ones that are often touted like or have the most press like Dylan's so good here, like the 30th anniversary show, you know, a lot of eyes were watching that. You don't actually get a lot of Dylan performing at his peak on that Um, I, this is a show that I feel like you don't have to be a big fan to see that like this guy is special and there's a lot happening that still is worthwhile. Absolutely. And, the, and also the for the
1: boot, the bootleg kind of aspect of it too. Like I know, you know, before I went completely down the fucking rabbit hole on this and you know uh when i was sort of an intermediate level bob fan i had a, i kind of had a hard time listening to bootlegs and stuff just like you know sonic fidelity you know wise and um uh, just, uh, you know it sounds great yeah it's fantastic like this is you just put this on like it almost it it's not quite like official release quality but this is a fin- like an immaculate document and it like you are not. There is not weird moment like fucking compared to that fucking slain show that we listened to with Kian. Like this is, this is, this is might as well be an official release or it's it's as close to a bootleg or it's a, it's as close to an, an official release in sound quality as a bootleg is liable to get. So like if you are, if you are kind of if you have a hard time just getting into these kind of things because of that kind of hang up, like I had previously, like this is a perfect kind of intro into this world, into this listening style uh because it sounds great and again you're just you're gonna get stuff from this performance this night this moment in time that just it it, it, you're never gonna get it from a a studio recording it's just it this is a a a feeling a moment a mood some sort of magic that just can't it's never gonna come through in a studio setting um so you know please honestly encourage like listen listen to this shit listen to it on the youtube Download the yeah, and, link and, that we put and up. Thanks to wherever the people who uh,
0: posted it on YouTube. We've got uh, Nightly Moth. We've got uh, James Adams and his uh, his own page. Uh, I forgot the name of it right now. but um, A lot of people are posting great stuff on here. And, of, of course, thank you to the original uh, bootlegger. It's like... Can you imagine going to a show with all this gear and like meticulously recording, <laughs> sneaking it? Like, it in? And yeah, this is, this and is it's in like 1994, so love. you can't put
1: it on the internet. You're like fucking like you don't ripping even tapes know. Yeah. after this, and it you got to really mail is them. <laughs>
0: historically important that these people recorded these shows, uh, and we can't thank you enough from uh, the bottom of the hearts of the Joker Man, Joker Man podcast. This is uh, I
1: say this with all the feeling in the world, without any sort of joking, anything, whatever namaste from jokerman namaste
0: (laughs) this is important stuff like really anybody who's recording this stuff um bob notes video department by the way is um the other james's uh, uh, youtube YouTube, which is which is great um there's doing god's work it is straight up god's work i mean this is it's important the ending of this um, version of uh, "Don't Think Twice" is really good too. That on like, the harp, slow. he's
1: just murdering. Yeah, it. but then you've and got then, yeah, that, and then it slows down. It
0: slows down. You've got, I guess, the um, what's that instrument called? Dobro. The Dobro, I think, <laughs> uh, or mandolin. Dylan and uh, yeah, that
1: sounds that sounds more like a mandolin. Dun,
0: dun, 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 dun. One of those classic endings.
1: It's just beautiful. Just beautiful stuff.
0: That's, I like mean, it's, it's, don't it's think almost twice like, it's, it's just like the, a, it's one of the best songs ever.
1: It's such a simple and basic kind of song, like, you know, just a couple of verses, pretty simple melody. Uh, but, like, in, in this kind of context, stretched out to eight minutes, like, the whole band kind of treats it as this, like, canvas on which to just do their own. Sort of thing at this point, and it's it is still don't think twice, it's all right, but it's also so much more than that. It's these 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 individual players at this moment in time, and it's it, it's just a it, it's such a brilliant kind of collective uh, uh, product. You know what, what you get when this all gets combined together. It's and, so, and
0: what do you get after huh? that? Again, God, we're back. It's mm. Jokerman's delight <laughs> territory, man. Uh, this song. God knows is uh one that's only g- gotten uh I, it keeps just get like coming up for me as like one of the best ones definitely on under the red sky It's, it's sure yeah and, and one and, of you and,
1: know one of the holdovers from the O oh mercy session it should be noted this and Born in uh, time that's probably the two best too, songs on the whole record the
0: lyrics on this are absolutely would have been at home on any of the Christian albums, sure they're so um biblical they're so uh they have that fire and brimstone have you read the lyrics to it cuz like i i didn't even notice for a long time how um akin they are to that type of songwriting <sighs> God
1: knows you ain't pretty, God knows it's true, God knows there ain't ever gonna take there ain't anybody ever gonna take the place of you. God knows it's a struggle, God knows it's a crime, God knows there's gonna be no more water but fire next time. God don't call it treason, God don't call it wrong. It was supposed to last a season, but it's been so strong for so long. And this this does have uh, kind of uh slow train kind of Yeah, uh, keep reading cuz it just gets
0: it. more and more slow train like
1: God knows it's fragile. God knows everything. God knows it could snap apart right now, just like putting scissors to a string. God knows it's terrifying. God sees it all unfold. There's a million reasons for you to be crying. You've been so bold and so cold. Yeah, this is pretty...
0: It just keeps getting more... as you listen to it it starts See, it, to doesn't, feel it doesn't more and have more like,
1: like the actual kind of biblical yeah but kind of thing where like god he's like i believe aspect, and you don't but yeah the
0: guy it's an it effective keeps refrain keeps absolutely. feeling more and more uh, actually about god as he reads mm-hmm. it um but well, it's
1: it seems to me more like you know there's there's some sort of person in his life that has done him wrong a lover maybe maybe not uh but he's 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 using the Lord as this kind of you know uh, effective rhetorical device to cast their their wrongdoing into dramatic light. Um, God knows there's a heaven. God knows it's out of sight. God knows we can get all the way from here to there. We've got to walk a million miles by
0: candlelight. See that that sounds like uh, every grain of sand type. Yeah, that's
1: close. it's close. It's a little, it's got more of an edge. It does. It's a little this more serrated is, than every this grand. This is
0: like if he had written, uh, uh, what was it you wanted during like the Christian period. Right. Yeah. This has, um, a, a really cool lead up to in this live version when, uh, after scissor, it could snap apart just like scissors to a string. Then, uh, this kind of quiet, uh, deliberate acoustic section breaks into a full band uh, yes, and uh, the song just kind of takes off from there, and uh, very dramatic. It's got, I I would put this song in the category of songs that could have been James Bond theme songs, <laughs> 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 of, of deal, with a uh, I and I with and, I and um, I. What was the other one?
1: Well, we talked about the uh, Budokan version of Oh Sister that was very Bondish on the uh, on few, the Tim episode, there's a few
0: Bob. Uh, James Bob, um, James Bob. <laughs> this one's definitely James Bob uh, vibes. Like li- not only because I mean it,
1: the name's Bob for this James version. Bob.
0: <laughs> Two years ago, James Bob, James Bob. <laughs> name's Bob, James Bob.
1: No, the the name is Bob yeah. James Bob.
0: Uh, it's largely because the song literally ends with, uh, the actual like. Notes of doom, doom, doom,
1: doom, <laughs> doom, doom, doom. I mean, there's a great, yeah. This one, this particular version of it, also is a great kind of like uh, illustration of the power of this band. James Bob James Bob, uh, is very heavy, hard kind of sound, and that's what's so cool about this this set in particular, too, is like they they swing so easily from just like classic kind of timeless guitar music to this kind of country, uh, alt country, Americana kind of sound to, you know, like almost kind of like hard rock kind of sound that you get here in a Watchtower and there's obviously acoustic stuff. Like, this is just such a versatile set of players, a versatile set of songs. Like, man, I don't, this really does just like, you know, I, I don't really always get... Into all of these kind of live sets that you send uh, on on YouTube and stuff, I send a they lot. Pop up. You send, yeah, sure. Uh, but this this one, like, if you're gonna get into one, get into this one, folks. This is it, it's just it's it's everything it's you, no want you want. No brainer. Absolutely, uh, and God knows. Also, I mean great song. Yeah, Under the Red underrated Sky really song. has a couple, yeah, like it, it really is like an incredibly underrated record because it comes right after Oh Mercy and obviously many years before uh, Time Out of Mind. It's right before the Covers record and there's some weird, you know, there's wiggle wiggle, there's Cats in the Well, there's TV Talking yeah, Sun a couple if
0: goofy steps there. Of it, but if you think of Under the Red Sky as a lightweight record and many do, I mean, not unjustifiably like, yeah, it's kind of a lightweight album in many ways, but for a lightweight record, it has, so it has stuff There's that is hard to ignore there. as being, you can't just toss off like this, this title song, track
1: born in time. God knows two by two. That's four fucking fantastic songs right there.
0: I'm not so sure that two by two is on the <laughs> two same two is lyrical level, as <laughs> it, but it's good. It is. It is good. Um, <laughs> I mean One if, by one. It's like you. if people... And they followed some, the sun. Some critics have... I think Chris Gow was like, oh, I like Chris Gow liked that. Chris Gow it, liked it, but I think he also qualified it by saying like, oh, it was like ostensibly, you know, he had a, a daughter at the time and was maybe making music for a child, like thinking about he's got a child and... Uh, well,
1: you yourself called it a Lucky Wilbury solo album. I did call it that. Lest we um, forget.
0: But if that's true, I mean, I wouldn't necessarily... Uh, Discount the the heart and soul of Lucky Wilbury as a of real, a real human man who exists. <laughs> so uh, this is it. Represents it's not just all fluff, you know. Lucky Wilbury is he's also got uh, some convictions. He absolutely he's got some edge. He's got uh, he's a three dimensional character, and he weeder in the Monkey Man, a real historical man who actually existed <laughs> from nineteen ninety. In 1989, yeah, did, 88 to 1992.
1: Yeah, or that's <laughs> R.I.P. Lucky, uh, your, your star burned so bright, but so brief. Um, you
0: burned so bright.
1: Yeah, there you go. We're sticking with we're sticking with the Lord. We're 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 we're, we're feeling so this ourselves. One, this
0: one's crazy because the next song in the garden.
1: This is not even Jokerman's delight at this point. Like, this is not even a song that I like. No, but I think you and I can agree
0: that this is probably the most we've liked it. Sure,
1: sure, absolutely.
0: Like, I don't like this song that much. (laughs) I just don't like it that much. But
1: uh, this version... it 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 is a plodding, kind of ponderous song. It's the last song on Saved, which is just a weird... Yeah, it's, it's a weird note to end the record on. doesn't feel like a last song kind of song. But yes, this version of it, this nine-minute version of it,
0: is Again, about though, as good he, as it's going to get. It actually does give, uh, retroactively, like give some uh, heft to the song that comes previous. And so it actually makes God Knows it, Absolutely. I do like love it, seeing
1: God Knows into In the Garden.
0: It's maybe <laughs> a, a little nod to the... Religious undertones of God knows, sure, by following it with a song that's so overtly religious. Yeah. in the garden, possibly the most straight up New Testament songwriting he ever did. Yes, there's no other way to interpret this song. Than uh, yeah, being there's about <laughs> Jesus um, and his portrayal. Um, yeah-
1: I'm guessing our friend uh, AJ could probably um you know uh, come up with something here for us but uh you know <laughs> besides that um yeah there's there's not a lot of getting around what this one's all about uh it had been kind of backburned for a while if I if if memory serves um this Can't is one of the more why. Well this is one of the more popular Christian era songs as far as Bob's play count goes it's 300 something plays well right, I think he's um, been
0: known to have said that he thought that this was a good song or like i think even some critics said like the arrangement was like interesting and had a there was some good critical response to this song in particular
1: yeah i mean he he played it i'm, I'm just looking at the play counts right now on on uh, the website he played it a zillion times through the 80s you know 79 mm-hmm. actually was the debut oh here in my home city of san francisco um, played it a bunch in 1980, 1981, um, and then resurrected it later in the uh, True Confessions tour, the Dylan and the Dead tour, 88, 89, 90, and then let it sit, brought it back here in 94, and then that was, ba- this is kind of the last appearance of it, regularly at least. He played it a little bit in 95, played it April 25th, 2001, April 17th, 2002, done. So this was uh, kind wow, of the...
0: 2002.
1: It's so weird. That's interesting. Like, what
0: is his, what is, why is he, like, why would he he play it? It's like, why would he play it then and then stop? And he played it in Munich, Germany.
1: He he played it April 25th, 2001 in Cape Girardeau, Missouri. And then April 17th, 2002. I've got to hear those versions. (laughs) That's
0: it. Honestly, I'm really curious to just know what that (laughs) sounded like the last time he played it.
1: He is such a freak. I don't know where he where he comes up. I tell you what, I'm
0: listening to this song and it's like, it's fine, pretty good. It's good. It's
1: you know, I I think it works in this in this context. It's not one that I come back to with any regularity. Is it a
0: bathroom break? Maybe.
1: Yeah. Uh, but it's the end. It's the end of the uh, you know uh, Jokerman's delight uh, section, or uh, at, at this point in the uh, in the set, because we're going to wrap this up with uh, with three songs, and there are three songs. It, it's so- folks. It's it's songs you know and love. Uh, we're going to transition directly into from nine minutes of in the garden, eight minutes of Maggie's Farm, one of Barack Obama's favorite songs yeah <laughs> right up there with walking in a downtown pace oh bungler
0: pick <laughs> uh obama likes this song and he also likes uh parquet courts and he also likes apparently every other song that it's uh appropriate a lin-manuel miranda like, uh, uh lady gaga uh,
1: you know just he's uh he's,
0: <laughs> he's got eclectic taste that's really his legacy is those uh what am I listening to? <laughs> it's like, really, it's true. It's like, what else is he, what else is, did Obama do that has lasted? Besides maybe like the war in Yemen? Was he involved? Yeah. Yeah. Droned a bunch of fucking drone warfare and-, and telling you that he likes, uh, I don't know, like w- whatever the, uh,
1: a song from Hamilton and also blurred lines by Robin
0: Thicke. Yeah. Did he like that one? I'm sure. Sure. <laughs> I wonder if uh, he could, if he could retroactively take away liking that one. I'm sure he would because that song was canceled. Right. Yes. Although Emily Radikowski's
1: in that, and she's <laughs> who you know, you know the model with the big uh, who, you know, which model Emily, Emily Ratkowsky? Oh yeah yeah. You know, what, what, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. she's in the video for that. And well, I think she talked partially about, uh, nude in that.
0: She said that it was. Um, I don't know she was it
1: was it a bad experience for her
0: I can't imagine that it was a great experience yeah
1: no, well, she got famous off of it, so you know she's doing uh, I, I guess at least she got something out of the deal uh, Maggie's farm by bob dylan <laughs> uh sindai nineteen ninety four
0: it's a good version
1: it's good. <laughs> i'd uh, love it it, it it's it, it's it's a hard version this is this is not the Budokan version uh, you know folks will remember. Bob's last interpretation of Maggie's Farm in the Land of the Rising Sun. The incredible
0: likes Bob Dylan. Do you think we could get her on the podcast?
1: Sure. Let's you you, you hit her up. I think she's in New York.
0: Is it Radishkous? Is there you pronounce the J in there?
1: It's well it's Polish, I think. So like Radakowski
0: something Radish-kowski like that. Yeah. Rada, yeah. that's what they say.
1: Emrata, Yeah, there you go. Next time you're at uh China Cafe, you uh say what's up. At what? Or not China Cap? What's the What's the name of the place? China Everyone Chalet knows. has been closed. China Chalet, like excuse me, has it been closed.
0: Yeah, it's no more.
1: Oh well, what a shame.
2: <laughs>
0: uh, anyway, uh, I heard that one of the girls from Euphoria likes Bob Dylan. She tweeted oh, yeah? something like, "Bob Dylan is just like me. He's a bad bitch."
1: It's true. He is a bad bitch.
0: Uh, maybe we could the get first her episode
1: on. of the new season of uh, Euphoria. I was going to tweet you this, but then I this just did Of course, yeah. Annie uh, just showed
0: me the, she was like, do you mind if I put on an episode of it? And we, the, the first episode I ever saw was the most recent one, which was uh-huh. just like an unrelenting circus of pain. Yes. It was that's just how, like, it was just hellish. It was just yeah, like, there was no boobs, there was no partying.
1: Well yeah you miss you it's so mo- it's it's if it isn't just like complete just like misery for the teenagers on screen it's just just uh just indulgent shots of tits and cocks and asses which as far as i'm concerned like that's what television is for is just that's like, what it's just like yeah. give, give me yeah that's thrills, what the home folks.
0: box office is for
1: Precisely. Uh, So the more of that you get in there, the better, uh, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, Anyways, the first episode of that show uh, for the second season was called Trying to Get to Heaven Before They Close the Door.
0: Are you kidding Uh, me?
1: No. And they didn't even play the song.
0: Of course they didn't.
1: Yeah.
0: You can't play the song and name the episode that. And name the episode. That would just be bad form. I think David Chase would tell you you can't do that. Right, of course. It'd be like if that episode that ends with, I'm not like everybody else... Was called "I'm not like everybody else,"
1: mm-hmm. or if they called uh, the last episode ending, of the, so, was, if they called the last episode of Sopranos "Don't Stop Believing." Yeah, exactly.
0: No, it's got to be a surprise. Props to them for naming it that. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's funny. Although it was probably I've, just some like dickhead uh, Hollywood writer who heard the David Bowie version because it was like on his Spotify suggested playlist. Right. Not that that's such a bad thing good version listen
1: the david bowie version of that song is almost just as good as the bob dylan version of that song it's
0: a great cover anyway yeah. what's after maggie's farm
1: maggie's farm well here you go you uh you take the lead here ballad of a thin man why is this one good when all of the other ones are bad
0: i tell you it just is i don't know what to say it just is good <laughs> okay. like we don't like hearing this song so so often it's like kind of feels like a perfunctory like okay like i guess dylan always has to end a show with this even though it's never like i don't know it just it feels like this time he earned it by playing a lot of red sky (laughs) (laughs) and and this version also just has some fire in its belly it's just a good version
1: right yeah once again i think as with like uh tangled for instance like this it's sped up a little bit the crowd is really into it uh, you've got kind of a hard edge to to the sound from the band like on Watchtower like I think like it's just it's a it's a it's a proven formula like this is gonna this is gonna work. this is going to be as good as you're gonna get. but it doesn't uh,
0: feel formulaic and that's the other thing right. is the vocals on it are uh interesting like he's yeah, he's, he's kind of going actually, all over the place on it, it yeah he uses it's to, it's to the benefit of this version that it's such a well known song. Cause right. then you really notice when he is switching it up. He's doing this thing where he goes, uh, uh, "You walk inside and see where it is." Like he just mix he he does that kind of a tr- uh, just like chopping it up into like
1: yeah. It's some our, some parts of the lyric are compressed, others are stretched other are out, elongated. Yeah, yeah, and exactly. So it,
0: and you don't know what it is. Like, yeah. There's some interesting choices being made at every turn. So it just never feels boring. It doesn't feel like he's going through the motions and he's not, yeah. he's bringing something to this song. And, and that's what I want to hear. That's what we want to hear.
1: I, l- if, if I got to pull something out of the hat here for the penultimate song in this entire set, I would absolutely choose virtually anything else from the entire discography. Give me emotionally yours. Give me Señor. Give me yeah, fucking give me dirge or something. He was playing Senor on on the next leg of this tour. That's I got to find that he played. That was the number two song for like most of the U.S. version. I of mean, this, come on, uh, any, any tour. tour
0: where you got Jokerman and Senor is talking. Joker
1: Man into Senor? Whew. talk about Jokerman's Man's delight? Um, yeah, I would take. Virtually anything else from the entire discography in place of thin man, but if it's got to be thin man here you know this is yeah I, this is'm is, I'm, I'm fine with it i' I'm, I'm, I'm happy with it yeah there's just,
0: dynamic uh there's like a dynamic quality to the way it's played too it's just right. like it's actually got a little bit of edge and it feels a little bit dangerous yeah I think um, when the
1: band and Bob feel like they're into it like they do here, the song works and then when they the less they feel into it. You know, the less the song works. or and this the, is one of those ones that really like relies on like some some songs. You don't need to necessarily be into it. Like you were talking about with with Tangled. Like sometimes you get into that song on an emotional level. Other times you're just listening to it and, and vibing. Like this one, you got to be invested into it, whether you're yeah. listening to it or performing it.
0: Yeah, he's got it. It's a song that doesn't work without a little bit of a sense of anger or um, venom. Exactly. So. The yeah. fact that he's able to tap into that here is what really puts it across.
1: Yeah, and the crowd clearly loves it. This is the first song of the encore. Huge round of applause. You know, you got to you got to kind of feel feel good for everyone in the audience that night. Um, but wraps the show with one of my favorites, and I think a song that has become one of your favorites after you initially said that this was one that you had kind of almost given short shrift. Anyways, closes the set. Audience is clapping along. Everyone's having a great time. Really just a fantastic choice to end the set. Fantastic version of this choice to end the set. Just like, this is beautiful work here. Chef's Kiss, fantastic. It Ain't Me, Babe. Ten minutes. Ten minutes of It Ain't Me, Babe. God damn. Uh, I mean, one of the most played songs in this whole discography. Ten or 1,070 plays from 64 to 2019. Um, And really, again, kind of like tangled, I think, moldable... Um, depending on what he's trying to do with it. Like the um, the real live version of this, which which we've spoken about um, before, which is a great version of it, is this clap-along, like the, the crowd is like singing the chorus for him. It's this really kind of anthemic moment, you know, just a really kind of good time, like thrilling, exciting version. And this one has got this really kind of like, I don't know about you, to you, but like to me, like his vocal enunciation here is like, there's a real kind of like, melancholy to this or like like sharp kind of edge that like is is a really affecting note to end this whole thing on and and he like he the the tone or the the rhythm or the melody or something here is, is different than than the original version of the song and i'm not smart enough from a music theory you know perspective to be able to explain why that is but just like you just listen to it you can feel it it's got a different kind of energy a different vibe to it perfect coda for this whole show it's it's an original song it's a it's one that everyone is going to know uh you know in the audience but it's a it's a fucking 10 minute version that's got a whole different kind of emotional load packed into it than the original version so like he's really once again he's he's satisfying everyone here the heads the non-heads and
0: himself i think too himself absolutely you get everything with this and uh Great, great bang for your buck on this it one, really song. It's a great value. And he <laughs> ends it on this prolonged and really powerful harmonica
1: harp solo. Exactly. Solo.
0: Everything saying everything that he can't
1: with words. Which, speaking of the words in this song. Go melt back into the night, babe. Everything inside is made of stone. There's nothing in here moving. And anyways, I'm not alone. Like, I know this is a song everyone fucking knows. I know these are, you know, some of his most well-known lyrics of all time, but like, damn, those are good <laughs> those are some good
0: words. That's good words. Uh Well, uh Last thoughts. Three stars. Um, three stars, uh three <laughs> Three Japanese stars in
1: the three Japanese suns. sky. Yeah, three, three.
0: suns. Technically <laughs> a star.
1: Yeah, there you go.
2: Joking. I'm on the